Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burden, Nick, and I'm flying solo today. So, uh, this is going to be one of those episodes that I don't know if anybody's going to give two shits about or not, but um, I think at least a couple people will. So, today, um, I, 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 was, I was trying to find somebody to do this with, and it didn't quite work out. And so then it became a question of, what am I going to talk about? And I had something in mind. I had something in mind. For probably the better part of the last, I don't know, six or seven months, I was thinking about doing like a cigar 101, you know, uh, the different cut types, uh, different methods of lighting the cigar, you know, maybe talk about basic humidification, how to keep a humidor going, you know, that sort of thing. And just kind of just kind of get into some cigar 101, you know, wrapper types, things of that nature. And then I'm listening to the Cigar Authority on Saturday and Dave announces that he's going to be doing an episode of the Cigar Authority, where he basically is taking everybody to cigar school and teaching everybody this stuff. And given the fact that Ed Sullivan recently on the Cigar Authority called this show a pale impersonation of, or imitation, imitation, impersonation, whatever, of the Cigar Authority, I figured, well, okay, um, I better not do Cigars 101, because then it does look like I'm imitating, even though... Uh, I really, really want to do that. Um, so I went to the well and I started looking at other show options that I had. And a little while back, I asked the parishioners in the Facebook group what kind of show topics they would like to see. And at least a couple of you said, oh, I don't even know why I'm doing this, uh, said that you wanted to hear some of my misadventures in online dating. And so, as I sit here at 10.01 on Monday night, needing to have an episode for you guys in the next, I don't know, two hours, um, I think I'm going to go ahead and go down that road. Now, I'd like to say that uh, before I even start, names will be not used, Um some of these stories you may have already heard on previous episodes. Um, by and large, you know, I've kind of kind of been a little open about the whole, you know, online dating thing uh, on the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I figure um, uh, we'll go from there. So, anyway, we'll do that today. Uh, I'll talk to you all about the wild and fun world of online dating. So, um, first, though... I want to fire up a cigar, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm like, what do I have? What do I want to smoke? And you know what I've been smoking a lot of lately is the Yagua. So I'm going to smoke a Yagua from J.C. Newman Cigars, and uh, this cigar, it's it's been, it's been one of the ones that's been wrapped in the palm leaf, so all of the cigars have kind of a unique shape to them. So uh, this guy is a little, little triangular, a little, little triangular in shape, so... I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
But it's time to cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And uh, Dan the Man Ponder, he's got the agua. So, in fact, I've been smoking quite a few from his stock, but I know that they just put out a fresh box of them uh, the other day. And so if you guys would be interested in trying or having another Yagua, if you've already tried one in previous years, you need to give Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company a call because he's got them. And uh, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by. Otherwise, like I said, give him a call. He does do mail order. He can get them shipped to you right away. And he's also got other great cigars that you can try and uh, accessories for you to use and everything else. He's got these really cool uh, silicone ashtrays that are perfect for outdoor use. So um, if you're looking for something great for your, your patio table or your deck or something like that, you might want to look into these silicone ashtrays. They're, they're relatively inexpensive for, for everything. They're nice size and, and all that. And um, they, they, they can take a beating and, and wash up clean. So um, they're really nice. So look into those. Anyway, that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. So have my cigar here. I'm going to give this guy a straight cut. Um, take off just a little bit above or, or right at the shoulder of the, of the head there. Give this guy a cold draw and, uh, It's always got that barnyardy flavor to it. Uh, the cold dry has that kind of mixture of, of hay and earth and straw, and, and it's just, it's got that barnyardy kind of component to it. So um, I really, really do enjoy this cigar, and I've been pleased that they decided to make it essentially, I mean, it's definitely an annual release, but it seems like J.C. Newman has come out with it maybe two times a year maybe three but like two, at least two typically in like maybe like springish fallish kind of time frame i don't know but it's been nice it's been really nice to get it on the regular so get this guy going did not quite do that right i jammed it into the flame at first and now I'm trying to get it going but that's all right we will mess with it as we go so let's talk about online dating um <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head so first of all um, there are a number of different sites that you can go to and you can sign up for. They all kind of have different personalities to them. Um, the big one that a lot of people know is Tinder. Tinder, depending upon your age group, can be a very different experience. And what I mean by that is if you're in your, you know, 20s or, um, I don't know, maybe early 30s, but at least, at least in your 20s, Tinder tends to be where... You go, you have a date, and it's designed for hookup, you know. And so, if that's what you're looking for, if you're just out there looking to uh, to to hook up, then Tinder is um, kind of your spot. Tinder takes a bit of a turn, I think, when you get into like your mid 30s, um, and the profiles on there. 
again, I'm going to say this from the start. This is all my personal experience. This is not indicative of of the platforms. You know, I, well, your uh, experience may vary from mine. Um, let's put it that way. And I'll also say this. If you can avoid this shit show, do so. Because by and large, it is a shit show. Um, but, you know, we all, as cigar smokers, like to joke, you know, if the wife doesn't like the cigars, get a new wife, you know, and that sort of thing. Let me tell you, it's a lot easier figuring out a way to make those cigars and the wife cohabitate than it is to uh, go out and try and find a new wife. But anyway, um, so with with Tinder, um, get in your mid-30s, that's when people, at least the women... I'm going to be speaking about women. I don't know. I, I can, I will generalize about men here in a minute. Uh, and that is based entirely off what women have told me. I'm not searching for men. I want that noted for everybody that's listening to this. Um, but by and large, at about the mid-30s, that's when um, women are saying that they are uh, looking for something serious. The phrase dating with intention gets thrown around a lot. That me, you know, that took me a little bit to figure out uh, what that was. A little, there's a lot of googling in the very beginning of this. You learn a lot of stuff real quick. Um, a lot of acronyms, a lot of words, things of that nature. Um, but uh, dating with attention tends to be when a woman is dating with the thought that she wants to find her 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 husband and somebody that she can. Uh, get into a long-term relationship with the goal of getting married, possibly having children. Um, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what you're looking for. That's the thing. When you're go, when you're putting yourself out there, you have to know what you're looking for. And uh, so you, you've got Tinder that tends to do that. Now, the one thing I'll say about Tinder is I said that when you're when the when the women are in their twenties, um then it tends to be more of a hookup app, or at least that's the perception. I will say that when women get to their mid-30s, that's when their sexual peak hits. Men, our sexual peak hits when we're 18. We're like fresh out of high school. We're high school seniors, and we're at our sexual prime. Women hit it at like 36, so it's very, very different. And so... um Depending upon the age group that you're searching, yeah, you can hit you can you can hit some you know interesting points in people's lives. But anyway, um, there's also Bumble. Bumble is unique in that Bumble, the app on this app, um, you create your profile. You know, you swipe left and right for women and you know whatnot and everything. But on this one, the women have to initiate the conversation. So. I've had many experiences on Bumble where I will match with a lady and they don't send any sort of message to me to start the conversation. And thus, after 24 hours, that conversation just disappears into the ether and that match goes away and I never encounter them again. And that's always been kind of frustrating to me because it's like, why would you match with me if... You're just going to let it die. You know, all you literally have to say is hello, and I will go from there. Um, along those lines, opening lines in communication are important. 
um, the way all of these apps work. You match with somebody, and then you start texting. And the first initial conversation is via text. And this is going to be the problem. I am going to... I am going to have to relight this fucking cigar you know, multiple times. Um, anyway, the initial conversation is via texting. From there, once people are comfortable enough, that's when you can trade phone numbers. And you can call and talk on the phone. Or you can meet up. Some people are very comfortable meeting up early. Some people are more comfortable meeting up later. Um... I don't mind. I don't know. I used to not want to meet up right away. I've gotten to the point. Well, I'm very happy now. I want to put this out there. I haven't been on the apps since August. And uh, I'm not on any apps at this point. I'm very happy. Um, and, and, and in a nice relationship. And uh, so I don't want... This is all prior experience. I want that noted as well. But... Um, the uh, <laughs> in the beginning, I was more patient about meeting up. As it went on, I was like, "Let's meet up," because the quicker you meet up, the quicker you can determine if this is going to be anything viable. And if it's not, cut it off right away. Don't drag that shit on. Nothing sucks more than being in a situation where you know you can tell the other person likes you more than you do. And uh, more than you like them. And, you know, you're just dragging it on and everything. Just just rip the Band-Aid, cut it off, and just be like, look, it's not a match. I'm sorry. We're just not, I'm not feeling the vibe. And move on with it. But it, it's awkward. Um, What else? So there's Hinge. That's another app that I've used. Um, That one's a little more different. You have to think about things a little bit more. Uh, there's profile prompt or there's pictures and there's little text prompts, you know, answers to questions. And the way you do that, it's not a simple left or right swipe, you know, to show interest. You find one of those prompts and then you comment on that. And, you know, that's how you show interest. And the thing about that is your comment has to be interesting enough to, 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 you know, push you through the crowd in order to get this woman's interest. Because that's the thing. Women are getting 25 responses to their profile, to every one response you might get to your profile. Um, guys just do not... There are way more men on these things than there are women, and the women get a lot more attention than we do. And it's just the way it is. So you have to have a decent, like, conversational game in order to uh, to advance along. Um, in terms of what women get, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of great guys that are out there on these things, but on the flip side, I've heard from many women that they get a lot of um, uh, sexual advances, sexual encounters, you know, dick pics, things of that nature. I mean, guys are guys are coming on real strong on some of these women. So, you know, if you're a single guy and you're using these things, tone it the fuck down, you know? Like you'll get there eventually if things are going well, but don't, but tone it down. Don't don't throw the dick pic out there. God, nobody ever wants to see a picture of a dick. Nobody. Like I I've talked about this with people on dates. There are four quadrants of people, okay? There are four. 
you have straight men, you have gay men, you have straight women, and you have gay women, uh, lesbians. And, you know, straight men, they don't want to see dick. Gay men, I don't know, maybe they're totally cool with an unsolicited dick pic. We could say that for argument's sake, but whatever. We'll, we'll say that for argument's sake. Straight women, they don't want an unsolicited dick pic. They just don't. And gay women, they definitely don't want an unsolicited dick pic. So of the four quadrants, only one might want an unsolicited dick pic. Now, boobies, on the other hand, I will say all four quadrants, to some degree, do like to see a nice pair of boobs. But anyway, I won't. <laughs> that's that's a whole nother conversation. Um. Anyway, uh. I'm, I I don't really know. So the, those are the uh, well, and then there's Facebook dating. Facebook dating is a dumpster fire. It's free, and you get what you pay for. And what I mean by that is because it's free, you get there's no screening to it. So you're getting some interesting folks on Facebook dating. Let me tell you, that that should just they should just eliminate that app altogether. It's doing nothing but bringing. Um, bad people together that will ultimately probably procreate and produce more bad people. So let's just, let's just do away with Facebook dating. I just, I don't like that Facebook dating thing. Um, mm, Match and eHarmony, they're designed for people that are looking to get married. And they're also designed for people that have very large budgets. They're not cheap. None of these apps, uh, that's the other thing. A lot of these apps you can do for free, but you can't get anywhere for free. If you want to actually be seen by people, if you want to actually see who likes you, if you want to actually communicate with people who swipe on you, um, you're going to have to pay something. Um, and that's the unfortunate truth of it is that uh, you're, you're paying for these apps to start with. So, I mean, so if you're on, let's say three or four of these apps at any given time because there are different people on the different apps. So, you know, if you're casting your net out far and you're going to be on three or four of these apps at one time, yeah, you know what? You are spending some cash. Now, sorry, I'm smoking here. Um, Not getting very far because I'm talking so much. Let's, uh, <laughs> so we've got a few stories. Um, so there was one, uh, I, I, I'm sure I've told the Scientologist story on here, but for those of you who are relatively new to the show, I will relay this story. Um, I met a young lady uh, on one of the apps, and uh, I don't remember even which one it was. doesn't particularly matter. Um, and we had texted, you know, for a few days and conversed and whatnot. And we had decided that we were going to go out and have dinner on Saturday. A Saturday. Um, that Saturday morning, I got a text from her. And she said that she had a very strange question to ask me. And uh, she said that uh, her car was in the shop. And that uh, she'd been using her daughter's car. And... She thought her, she didn't realize her daughter had plans and her daughter had plans and she felt bad about taking her daughter's car from her. And so she wanted to know if I would pick her up. Now, 
I was a little trepidatious about this because there is a certain level of security that both parties should have. Because, you know, all these women like to try and be like, oh, are you some sort of serial killer, Mr. You know, online dating man? But I contend that actually guys should be pretty cautious, uh, more cautious than we are. Because I contend there's probably a lot more female serial killers out there than we know. Because if you think about it, every one of these women that I've gone out with, for the most part, probably, I mean, I've never, I haven't asked them all, but, you know, I'm going to guess that all of them have somebody either at home or a friend or something like that, that they have told, hey, I'm going out with Nick. Here's his picture. Here's his information. Here's his phone number, you know, blah, 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 and all this kind of thing. We're going to be at this place. We're going to be here. You know, we're going to meet at this time. If I'm not home in like four hours, uh, shoot me a text or something like that. You know, there's some sort of a check-in policy. But, you know, back when I was doing it, nobody knew where the hell I was going. I didn't tell anybody, hey, I'm going to this place and I'm going to meet up with this person and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knew where I was going. So I could have disappeared and theoretically... You know, it'd be if it'd be a couple days probably before anybody thought to even check up on me. Um, additionally, I contend that there's so many women that watch all this true crime shit that y'all know how to uh, uh, get rid of a body so easily that if I did disappear, nobody would ever find me, and that'd be that. But anyway, I digress. I ended up deciding to go ahead and accept and go and pick this uh, young lady up. So I went and picked her up. Um, and, you know, she was very pleasant. We're in the car. We're driving to the restaurant. I'm making small talk. And I asked something about, I said, so you're in marketing. Tell me about your job. You're in marketing. Because that's what it said on her profile. Well, she proceeds to say that um, she says, Actually, marketing is my side gig. I should probably tell you about my real job because it's been a deal breaker for some people in the past. And um, I totally understand if it is. And I, But I need to put it out there. So I'm thinking, fuck, she's a stripper. She's a prostitute. Like, what, what you know, OnlyFans model. Like, what does she do for a living, right? And she says, I'm an ordained minister. And I'm thinking, oh, well, that's not so bad. We might not agree on the religion, but, you know, whatever. And then she says, so for the Church of Scientology. And at that point, my mental train just goes right off the track. I lose all thought. I have a billion questions flooding to my mind. And all I can stutter out is, so like Xenu? And she proceeds to tell me that that's not accurate. They don't believe in Xenu. She doesn't know where that came from. And I'm thinking, no, it's in the L. Ron Hubbard books. Like, uh, you guys totally uh, believe in Zenu. But anyway, um, she tells me her parents were Scientologists. She was raised in it. She got married at 17, divorced, um, you know, after a while, which explained how a uh, uh, 34-year-old uh, girl or a woman had a uh, 30, or I'm sorry, a 30 34-year-old woman had a 17-year-old daughter, so she must have gotten pregnant like pretty much right away after, you know, after the uh, the wedding. Um, anyway, and uh, from there, um, yeah, she got into the, the 
ministry and and whatever else. So I asked if I was allowed to be going out with her. She told me she got a special dispensation because um, the amount of single Scientologist men in our age group in the St. Louis area was very small and she was allowed to date outside the church. Um, anyway, so we kind of talked a little bit longer about it, but I kind of wanted to get off the subject because I was uncomfortable. I was not going to take her home right away, but I was like, this is a one and out. I'm not doing another one, but I, I wasn't going to be rude. So we still went to dinner. And that's where things got even weirder. Somehow or another, she started talking. I don't even know how we got on the subject. But we got on the subject of like her previous like sexual encounters. And she started giving me like graphic stories about various encounters she'd had with like other dudes and various sex toys and things of that nature that she'd used. And the thing is, like I'm sitting there, I'm like, are, is this supposed to like, why are we talking about this? Like, are you, are you? coming on to me or like what's going on here because like i don't find any of this in any way shape or form attractive like to to hear about you know previous encounters you know that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me um so honestly it was just a weird night i took her home and uh that was the end of it uh she was going on a trip to florida uh, on the following Wednesday, she was going to Clearwater. I since found out Clearwater is a very huge Scientologist hotbed. Um, so I can only, assume, she said she was going to meet a friend. I can only assume that maybe it was also a work friend. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So I, uh, went out one time with a Scientologist. Um, there was another gal that I went out with. She seemed very nice. Um, you know, first date, no big deal. Uh, she indicated that she was uh, 420 friendly. And this is very early on. I didn't have, you know, deal breakers and everything. And um, she indicated she was 420 friendly. And, you know, I, I'm not going to... It's not my cup of tea. But I'm not necessarily going to judge somebody for... A little bit of relaxation if that's their thing. On the flip side, I later came to find out that this was not just a little bit of relaxation. She got like blitzed, annihilated out of her fucking mind on this stuff. And um, that kind of came to a head. One Sunday, I text, I was, I was, sent her a text asking what she was up to. I knew she had her daughters. Um, and she said that she was sitting on the couch and that she was getting high and uh, watching a movie. And I said, well, where are your daughters? Which, mind you, at this point are 8 and 11. And she said that they were cleaning the house. And so at that point, I kind of made the decision that that was uh, a bridge too far for me. And so I cut that off. Um, what other interesting ones have come along? You know, it, 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 oftentimes relationships... You can tell they're 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 not jiving, and so one or the other of you cut it off, and it's it just is what it is. Um, sometimes it comes out of the blue. Um, long time listeners of the show might remember uh, there was one I referred to as the hateful shrew. I really don't have 
any uh, of these women that uh, at the end of it I was bitter about. Um, for the most part, I you know it's it, it is what it is. Um, this one caught me off guard. This one I had been dating her for four months, and things were going very very well. And then all of a sudden, randomly, uh, one day she uh, proceeds to tell me that she wants somebody on her level and that she doesn't see this relationship going anywhere and that sort of thing. And uh, so um, that was the end of that. Um, That one that one kind of hit. And the bigger issue with that one was I was stuck with two. two tickets to um death cab for cutie because she wanted to go see that and that concert was in october and uh she cut it off in august and so um i was stuck with these fucking tickets that i could not even give away and so um i ended up wasting two tickets because i wasn't gonna go um so there was that one um i don't know uh it's 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 been interesting. Um, I don't know what else to... I I, I don't want to get into, like... I'm not getting into any details of anything current. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, it's just one of those things that... I think when you're getting into it, you really need to know what you're looking for. And you need to be very upfront and honest about what you're looking for. And you need to be very direct and ask what they're looking for. And if it's not jiving, or if they haven't figured it out, you know, um, that's up to you at that point. If they haven't figured it out, and you're willing to kind of just roll the dice, whatever. But if you have an idea of what you're looking for, and, and what they're looking for is not jiving with you, don't waste your time. It's just not going to go anywhere. I mean, yeah, you might have fun with somebody for a while, and maybe maybe that's that's all you're looking for. And if that's the case, then, hey, whatever. But um, dating these days is expensive. Um, it, uh, it's not cheap. And, you know, I had one. Now, that's funny I bring that up because some women – they want they will they they want to pay their way you know now i was raised a gentleman to where you know on a date i feel like it's my responsibility to cover the tab at least at least at first you know if things continue down the road we can kind of negotiate you know just kind of suss it out but at least at first let me be the gentleman and cover the tab I went out with one gal one time and uh, she fought me on the bill. And I, I told her, I said, look, I asked you out. Please just let me just let me get the dinner, you know. And uh, she got angry, instantly angry and proceeded to tell me that she was a strong, powerful, independent woman who could take care of herself. To which I responded, I have no doubt that you are a strong, powerful, independent woman that can take care of yourself. However, I would like to take care of the tab. And she got very upset. And so finally, I let her take care of her half of the tab, and I just left. And uh, 
she didn't understand why I just left. And I said, look, because it, 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 to me, the way she handled it, I felt was rude. And, you know, it just it wasn't it wasn't my thing. It wasn't something that I wanted to pursue any further. And um, I don't know. It, it, it It's one of those things. You got to be honest with yourself. Don't force it. You know, don't be like, oh, she's she's gorgeous. So, you know, I'm going to put up with X, Y, Z. Don't put up with shit, you know. You can find somebody that uh, you're attracted to physically that also meets whatever criteria. It just takes time. Um, one thing that I will say that's very specific to cigar smokers, be upfront about that. I have had... Uh, excuse me. I've had a few different conversations that were going very well uh, derail instantly when cigars came up. Um, back when I had dating profiles, one of my pictures, at least one of my photos that I always put up on my dating profiles, uh, featured me with a cigar in my mouth with a big plume of smoke going because I wanted it very well known that I was a cigar smoker. Um, I, you know, it's one of those things where some people are cool with it. I find that women who have had dads or grandfathers or uncles that were cigar smokers tend to be more cool with it because they're used to it. Um, even better if you can find a woman that's a cigar smoker, that's like fucking Shangri-La. Um, I do find, and this is where your own personal tolerance and preference needs to come into play. I do find that women who imbibe in either the wacky weed or um, cigarettes are more tolerant of cigar smoking. Are you tolerant of their um, pursuit of what they're smoking? That's up to you, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, that's uh, that's something that I think, you know, you got to be upfront about. You can't you can't hide it. You can't can't mask it. It just, it is what it is. You know, um, your oral hygiene needs to be on point because the last thing in the world, any of these people want, uh, when you are first getting to know them, uh, even if they are aware that you're a cigar smoker, the last thing in the world they want is to kiss an ashtray. So you don't, you, uh, you don't want to go down that road. Um, in terms of, you know, if you are going down this road or maybe you're going, you know, thinking about it or maybe you're already on it. Um, in terms of your profiles, uh, don't just do a whole bunch of car selfies or God forbid mirror selfies, gym selfies or selfies with a dead animal or fish. Um, don't do that. It just, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's some women out there that are that are going to be okay with it. But you can say you're a hunter without putting the picture of the dead deer on your profile. Um, I would say try and have uh, a couple of different nice photos of yourself. Have at least one that's like a full body picture so they can see, you know, what they're dealing with. Because let's be real. You want to see what their body looks like. You, you know, they want to see what yours looks like. Have at least one photo with you with like your friends but make sure that 
Um, you have, if that's the case, it's only one photo with you and your friends, and it's not the primary photo. If it's the very first photo that this person sees, and they have to try and figure out which one you are, they're going to immediately move on. I know I do when it's a female, and the first photo I see is a group of women. It's an immediate swipe. I don't even want to figure out who it is, because that's just, that's an annoying game. So make sure that it's single photos except for like one maybe that has a group and all that does is just show that you have friends and you can be social um otherwise uh, and 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 make sure every photo you put up has you in it don't put up oh here's a picture of my dog here's a picture of my car no one gives two shits about any of your stuff nobody wants to see the pretty picture of the sunset that you took one day don't do that shit um in terms of the content that you're putting on your your page hit the relevant points if you've got kids don't don't put up pictures of your kids and definitely don't name your children but be honest and say that you have kids cuz some people that's a thing um you know don't uh don't hide anything just you know you can say in some instances what you're looking for but be funny be witty i i uh, humor goes so far like so far that it's it's funny to me um how far humor can actually go um i don't know this is going to be where i get a little like you know uh i i don't know how i want to put this but look guys it's no secret that i'm not like you know um some svelte adonis or anything like that you know i'm I'm a portly man of size. And I thought, getting into this, that that would be a deterrent. And uh, you'd have thought that I would have been hitting the treadmill hard. And I've had moments where I've, you know, started and stopped, started and stopped. But uh, what I have found is that laughter gets you pretty far. Uh, with people um so as long as you can be kind of witty and funny and have a couple of good stories in your back pocket you're gonna be fine you don't you don't i mean look if they're having to knock down a wall to get your get your body out of the house when you pass away yeah that might be an issue you know but uh as long as you're like a decent looking dude uh even if you're a bigger dude it doesn't matter you know you can still uh, meet people. Um, I don't know. And and temper your expectations, too. You know, I'm 42 years old. I'm not going to be swiping on 22-year-old women on these apps. I just, I'm not. It's just, you know, it's not something that's that's weird. That's, uh, you know, if you're, if the, if the woman is young enough to be my daughter, then um, that's, that's, I'm not doing that. That's weird. But, uh on the you know so temper your expectations search within your 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 proper realm don't don't go too young that it's weird um anyway i don't know what else i should say about this um i hope this covered some of the stuff that the uh few people that asked me about this you know were interested in hearing um I mean, it's, uh, don't make the cigar lounge your first date unless she's really into, I mean, now if you meet at the cigar lounge, go for it. Um, 
But maybe don't make the cigar lounge your first date if uh, she's never been to a cigar lounge. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, well, all right, let, let's go ahead. Let's move on. Let's do some segments here. Which one is that? Oh, okay, let's do this. It's time for the Villiger Cigars Entertainment Report. Brought to you by... Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. It was nice. It gave me a moment to kind of get this cigar going back again. I really do enjoy the Yagua. It's, it's kicking off some decent smoke now. Um, it's one of those ones that, yeah, if you let it go for a while, it might it might, it might might go out. But I've only had to touch it up maybe once or twice. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of yakking. So uh, really digging the Yagua. A lot of good earthy components, barnyardy kind of flavors, you know, things of that nature. I'm really liking it. Um, so Villiger Entertainment Report. What have I been watching? What have I been entertained by lately? Um, I had my son over the weekend, so there was a lot of Thomas, a lot of Clifford the Big Red Dog. I did watch the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie, uh, on Paramount Plus. It was entertaining. Um, it was set in New York, whereas the Clifford cartoon is set on a, like, island in, like, I can only assume the Northeast based off the, uh, the lighthouses and some of the the decor and whatnot. So um, I think that Clifford does better on an, a small island where he's more contained than he does like in Harlem and, and New York City. But uh, nonetheless, um, the Clifford movie was, you know, look, it's a kid's movie. Is the acting like the best ever? No, but like John Cleese was in it. And um, the guy from Arrested Development... The one weird brother who lost his hand to the seal, um, he uh, he was in it. Um, so there were a handful of people that I saw in the movie that I was like, "Oh shit, I know that guy." Um, so that that's kind of cool. But uh, all in all, that was an entertaining movie. And um, what else have I been watching lately? Um, so here's one talking about um, you know online dating and 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 dating in general. So my current lady friend, um, she has a brother who um, I have met and hung out with, and he's a very nice guy. He's into pro wrestling. Now, I'm really, I haven't been into pro wrestling, you know, uh, since since high school. Uh, and prior to that, it was the rock and roll, uh, or rock and wrestling, you know, Hulk Hogan era. But, uh, you know, I, it's been pff, 20 23 years or better since I've been into wrestling. And uh, so I don't really know jack shit about it. But I ended up going to a pay-per-view at um, a movie theater with her and her brother back in November um, for this. It's not WWE. It's uh, AEW. So it's some other wrestling company. And uh, anyway, but I recognized a couple of the guys from that show because they were admittedly much older. But they were wrestling back when I had watched it back in the late 90s and or in and 2000. And so I was like, okay, so there's at least a couple of guys that I recognize. And so anyway, he's into this stuff. And it's one of those things where it's the things we do 
to connect to the people that we care about. Um, in order for me to have uh, some conversation with this guy, uh, I uh, have set my DVR to at least record the AEW. I haven't I haven't gotten into the WWE. I can't. There's too there's too much of this shit. Even AEW is on three nights a week. WWE is on three nights a week. I mean, there's six nights of the week. Well, I think one night both of them are on. I think they're both on Wednesday night. But maybe both on Friday night. But the bottom line is there's like five or six days of the week that like this shit's on. So like it's too much for me to and in each one is like two hours long. So it's too much for me to consume everything. So what I've started doing is I've started at least following some of it on Reddit so that I can follow and, and read some things on Reddit so that I have a few. And I'm just getting some talking points, just a few things that I can be like, so tell me about this so that he has something to tell me about and talk to me about and everything. And so it's just it's the stuff we do for the people we care about. Um, so there's that. I've been I've been doing that. So anyway, um, yeah, I think that's all I've been entertained by here lately. Uh, realistically. At least since the last time, you know, we spoke. Now, I do have a new segment. I do. I'm excited about this. So, we... I had one of these segments way back when. Um, oh, God. Maybe nearly a year ago. Not quite a year ago. Nearly a year ago. So, Pinky, who has been on the show multiple times, including the most recent episode prior to this. Pinky... She likes to throw out fun facts. And one day, she, uh... Sorry, it's trying to get this thing going again. One day, she threw out a fun fact to me about Fire Prevention Week, which is in October. And apparently, Fire Prevention Week started uh, following um, the Great Chicago Fire. Um... And that was kind of the thing. And she deta- when she told me this, she detailed how many buildings burned down, how many people were, di- how many people died, how many people were homeless by the end of it, how many businesses were up in flames, things of that nature. And I just kind of looked at her. I'm like, that was fucking dark. And she didn't realize. She she just thought that it was interesting, but she didn't realize just how dark of a fun fact it was. And so, I have since gone to Pinky and said, I want to start doing a fun fact segment with you. So, we're going to hear uh, the first one now. And um, I have a number of these banked up. We, we sat and we recorded, uh, I'm not joking, like 13 or 14 of these. So, I've got these for weeks. Um, quite a while. Uh, these are going to be on the Tuesday shows. Um, so, this will last me, you know, quite a while. And I have, she has many, many more fun facts. But anyway, why don't we go ahead and hear Pinky's fun fact. Hey, it's your girl Pinky. Ready for a fun fact? Next time you kill a mouse, don't toss it away. Do like the ancient Romans did. Crush up their mouse brains and use them for toothpaste. This has been Pinky, and I'll be back next time with more fun facts. Okay, so apparently the ancient Romans used mouse brains for toothpaste. Uh, Thanks for the fun fact there, Pinky. Anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) 
that's the kind of uh, fun facts you're going to expect from Pinky. So give you something good, a little conversation piece for the Cigar Lounge, something you can break out in conversation. Just be like, so guys, uh, you know, I heard something the other day. I didn't know if you knew, but uh, the ancient Romans, they used mouse brains for toothpaste. And just see what happens in the room when you drop that nugget of information on everybody. I bet it'll be interesting. Um, anyway, why don't we now do this? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Sorry about that. I did a retro hail and didn't count on uh, the little background of uh, kind of peppery notes in the nostrils when I did that. Um, but uh, smoking really good with the Yagua here. And while you're over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com, make sure you check out the fucking good coffee. He's got the Daily Press. He's got the Lounge Blend. He's got all kinds of other great coffees that you can get and uh, enjoy with your cigars. So make sure you get some of that. I just had some this morning, and I have my coffee pot all prepped and ready to uh, run first thing in the morning tomorrow with um, some Lounge Blend uh, tomorrow. So anyway, fucking good coffee. Um, Coming up on the show on Friday, uh, assuming everything goes according to plan, I will have Ed Sullivan of the Cigar Authority on the show, and uh, we're going to get to know Ed. Um, Ed's kind of that uh, little, not silent, you know, he, he throws in his digs, but, you know, he's kind of that, that extra member of the Cigar Authority that maybe we don't quite know a little bit about, and this is an opportunity to get to know Ed. So um, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be talking with Ed Sullivan on Friday. Hopefully my cigars arrive. I did place an order from two guys uh, for my cigar, and um, uh, it shipped out today. Uh, so it's going to be tight in order for it to get here on time. Um, it was a cigar that Ed wanted to smoke, and uh, I didn't realize Now, there's not a single shop in St. Louis that carries it. Not a single one. Uh, I called so many stores today looking for it, and I could not find a single shop that carried it. So, uh, for those of you who are interested and would like to smoke along with me and Ed, hopefully me and Ed, um, you know, um, we're going to be smoking the HVC hotcake, um, but uh, I, I don't. There's nobody in St. Louis that carries it. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, otherwise, uh, social-wise, I'm on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. I'm on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. You're going to want to get in on that to, uh, you know, just join in the fun. It'll be a good time. Twitter slash X where I don't really do much of anything. However, I'm sure this year I'm probably going to end up biting the bullet and... Uh, buying the little monthly package thing so that I can uh, explore all the different options that are on there that Nick Gervais keeps telling me about. And then uh, YouTube, where you can watch this. And um, uh, the newsletter, I'm st it, it's still coming. It's not the end of the month yet. Uh, it will debut 
this month, I promise. Uh, life has just gotten a little busy, and so at some point, the newsletter will debut. I promise it will. Um, anyway, uh, so that's coming. Otherwise, um, there's a few other things in the works. Uh, Nick Gervais, literally tonight, before we sat, uh, before I sat down to record this, uh, I did a little test with uh, Nick on a different streaming uh, platform instead of uh, Zoom. And uh, holy shit, it worked really well. It was really nice. The audio quality was great. The video quality that it kicked out was really great. Um, and it, there's got some bells and whistles on it that I actually really like. Um, it's just a matter of the funds. It's going to run me about 300 bucks to subscribe to this for the year. And, um, you know, that's the thing is I got to... <laughs> this doesn't bring in much money, guys. Uh, and I need a new laptop, and I need um, probably two new headsets, which are $200 a piece. And um, I'm looking at some wireless lapel mics for TPE and possibly PCA. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, costing me some cash up front with this thing uh, here lately. So we'll see, but... I want to look into this because one of the two of the cool features that this this uh, platform has is the ability for me to live stream to all my social media platforms. So theoretically, with this, we could set up not all the time, but we could set up a live show to where you could literally go to YouTube, Facebook, wherever, and actually watch it live. But then the other cool thing is the platform or the plat or uh, uh, level that I'm looking at allows for live call-in. So we could literally do Ask the Boys live. Yeah, I mean, you guys could could just directly call in and do it. So um, I'd have to figure out how that works and have to figure out the, the logistics of that. But um, it'd be kind of badass. I won't lie. It'd be pretty neat. So anyway, um, there's some there, the, 2024 is shaping up that it, it could be a really cool year for um, stuff for the pulpit. So stay tuned and, uh, you know, we'll have fun. Anyway, I am going to continue to smoke and enjoy my Yagua here. Um, I keep, I'm, I'm talking too much, and so it, it's not getting its due, it, you know, credit, but it's, uh, it's smoking. It's smoking as well as it can, given the fact that I keep yakking, and I'm not paying attention to it. Um. But it's a really quality cigar. It's a unique cigar. It's something different. So if you're looking for something that maybe you don't want to smoke like on the regular, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. I could make this a regular rotation cigar. And the price point on it's really nice. It's only like maybe $10. Bucks. Um, so it's not like this is an expensive cigar, you know, because it's unique and limited and different. I mean, this is a, a nice, very reasonably priced, uh, unique, limited cigar. So, um if you want to look into that, that'd be great. So anyway, um, I don't know if you guys enjoyed this or not. Uh, I know it was a little vague at times. Like I said, I don't really want to particularly get into finer point details of everything. Truthfully, I don't remember a lot of the finer point details. Um, you know, I hate to say it. I've gone on a lot of one and out dates. Um, you know, a lot of one and out dates. And the only thing I remember is that uh, it's expensive. Um, 
I found some nice places to go in St. Louis, you know, some different restaurants that maybe I didn't know about, uh, different places to go, um, you know, things to do. So that's been nice. Um, but by and large, you know, in terms of memorable dates, there's maybe only been uh, a handful that uh, are truly like, you know, disastrously memorable. Um, there's been some that are that have been nice. Um, but and there's just some that it it just it is what it is. And like I said, you know, there's been a number of people that have come and gone that I have met text for a week. We go out. It doesn't click. We tell each other it doesn't click and we move on. And that's just uh, kind of the way it goes. Um, oh, one other thing that I didn't touch on and all that. Obviously, you have your choice of how you want to play the online dating field. Do you want to talk to only one person at a time? And uh, if that doesn't work out, move on to the next person. Or do you want to talk to multiple people and be dating multiple people at the same time and figure out which one kind of rises to the top and then you cut some people away, you know, and that kind of thing. I'll admit that I did that in the beginning and I very quickly stopped doing that because it is a hassle. It is complicated. You have to remember everybody what people told you and not get it confused like the last thing in the world you want is for you to attribute a story that one person told you to another person and then suddenly they're like i never told you that and then you're sitting there you know like slack jawed trying to figure out what the hell's going on um so it's it's no i I personally it was too complicated for me and it was also very expensive but you know, I will say if your goal is to get out there and meet as many people as possible, you know, you can do that. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it does get very complicated doing that quickly. Um, so, honestly, there's somebody out there for everybody. Um, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes you find it in places that you did not expect. Um, and at times you didn't expect, I know that, uh, I know that, uh, the, uh, person I am currently dating, I would have never in a million years expected this to go like this. It just, uh, it, it was, it was not something that I expected, but, um, Again, I don't want to get into details about that because she's private and I don't want to betray that. Um, but uh, it, but it's been nice. And uh, hopefully for those of you who are in the same boat as me, you know, single and looking for somebody, um, hopefully you can uh, have a decent experience. And if you are single and looking for somebody and you need somebody to talk to about the experience, sounding board or whatever, jump in the parishioners group. Shoot me a message, you know, DM me through Instagram, you know, Nick at cigarpulpit.com is my email. Um, you know, just, just, I mean, I'll talk to you. I'll give whatever I'll give, shoot me a scenario and I'll tell you what I think. And, and I'm no expert, but it's another set of ears that's, you know, detached from the situation and can maybe, you know, give you a, a an unbiased opinion about something. But, uh, I will say. That for those of you who are sitting back and you're married and you're thinking this sounds like hell, um, yeah, you know what? 
dating now is completely different than it was when I was in college. Um, you have so much more to worry about. Consent and Me Too and all kinds of shit like that. And then on top of it, you know, you've it, it's just complicated. It's different and it's weird. And um, I'm bad about reading signals and that sort of thing. And and if you're an overthinker, it's a fucking horrible minefield to get into if you're an overthinker. Because I tend to be an overthinker. And so now you're sitting back here and going like, well, wait a minute. What did she, you know, what was this about? What was that about? And it sucks. It just, anyway, all in all, I guess what I'm saying is if you can avoid this, <laughs> be happy and avoid it. But uh, hopefully if you get into it, um, you find somebody that uh, you you care about and... Um, uh, you can you can start a life with and go from there. So anyway, that's been my online dating thing. Um, would have liked to have done Cigar 101, but uh, didn't want to be a uh, lame, pale impersonation. Anyway, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. Stay safe and stay smoky. Remember, guys, as Red Green used to say, if she can't find you handsome, at least have her find you handy. <laughs>